Wade Waddock got into the sports and fitness industry when he got out of the Marine Corps. Coming up next, I'm Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. As a veteran entrepreneur, you need a domain name that is easy to remember and accurately reflects your brand or business. Let .us serve you and choose a .us domain name to stand out and get the domain name you really want. Reserve your .us domain name and website builder today for just $1 at launchwith.us. All right, we're talking with Marine veteran Wade Waddock, Evolution Fitness, Patriot Sports Nutrition, and Two Marines, One Mike podcast. Wade, welcome to Veteran on the Move. We got all sorts of stuff to talk to you about today with all your different ventures you got going on. But before we do that, take us back and tell us what you did in the Marine Corps. Yes, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I, I love the uh, the technology we have these days to be able to share trials and tribulations, and, and really speak to that veteran man and woman that's you know either just made that transition, or maybe even eighteen months, two years into it, or has not even made that transition because it's it's challenging, you know, super challenging. But yes, I did serve. I served four years in the Marine Corps. My primary MOS was. 0341 Mortarman, so technically infantry, but the first two years I was super blessed to be stationed at the United States Naval Academy, which that unit no longer exists, but um, I was one of 45 that provided security at the academy. We were also a ceremonial unit, so everyone there was um, handpicked to be there, so it was really, really a great bunch of guys I'm still very connected to today. Yeah. In the last 18 months, you know, basically played G.I. Joe every day, training to go to war, but never went. Awesome. O three hundred infantry. You made it. O three hundred infantry <laughs> made it. All right. <laughs> well, hey, talk a little bit about your transition and uh and in the context of did did you know your transition was coming or was it a surprise? Did you really think about it ahead of time that much? So I did start to prepare myself to transition because I, I knew that I was not gonna re enlist. I wanted to get out and explore being out and then if you know, things didn't go the way that I anticipated them to go, then, you know, you could always go back in, right? I was young enough. So mm-hmm. I, when we came back from Japan, we had guys like oftentimes do poorly on the PFTs. And I've been a, a lifetime athlete all the way up to playing, you know, college basketball. And, and um, so fitness has always been a big part of my life. And so when we got back from Japan, like, hey, we need a sergeant to head up the remedial physical training to help the guys that, you know, did really poorly on the PFT. And so I started working with those guys and I kind of got hooked by, you know, helping other people get in shape because I know what it can do to people's self-confidence, to how they show up for their families, to uh, just really the overall quality of their life, you know. And, and so mm-hmm. I started to pursue get my personal training certifications and I started to save money. That's another big one. So start to be proactive in saving some money because you're going to need some money when you get out, regardless if you have terminal leave or not. Um, and so I did start to prepare myself. And when I got out, I got hired by a Marine Corps veteran because I wore a Marine Corps shirt into Bally Total Fitness in 2000. And uh, he said, you, got, you want a job? I said, it's funny you say that because I'm working on my certification. And that was my first job in fitness was Bally Total Fitness, corporate America. <laughs> like personal training 
Yeah. So I was doing personal training there. Um, but I was missing something, man. It just, it wasn't, even though I had a couple of Marines that were on staff, mm-hmm. uh, I was definitely missing something, you know, and I, I, yeah. you know, I got out in 2000, so I was pre nine 11. Um, and I'm super fortunate that I don't have any of the, the trials and tribulations that some of our men and women come home with now with the PTSD. I mean, my business partner who I'll talk about with Patriot, you know, suffers, um, from that cause he's a combat veteran. Um, but I was missing something, you know, and you miss something, whether you served in combat zone or not, there's that camaraderie, that brotherhood that you just miss. And so I was working at Bally's and I was experiencing a lot of success there, but I was also experiencing, you know, you can't talk to people in the civilian world. Like you talk to them <laughs> in the military, at least not in Boca Raton. And, uh, so I definitely had some, some hardships there and, and some, some transitional uh, pain, but what happened was I knew I wanted to own my own facility one day. I grew up in an entrepreneurial house. My dad still owns his own business. Um, and so I was taking a business plan writing class at the local college here. Hmm. And the guy said something that really resonated with me. He's like, if you want to open a tanning salon, go get a job at one and find out everything they do right. But more importantly, find out everything they do wrong. Great advice. Right? There's that famous quote that says, if you can learn from your mistakes, you're smart. If you can learn from other people's mistakes, you're brilliant. Because <laughs> okay. um, I will tell you, since you're speaking to an entrepreneur, um, potential veteran stepping out in that field, that is really, really powerful because every time you incur or learn from a failure, whether it's yours or someone else's, there's money associated to it. There's absolutely money associated with oh, every yeah. little mistake that you make along the way. So, when you're a startup, you know, to minimize those things is, is um, instrumental because you just don't have thousands and millions and hundreds of thousands of dollars typically when you're starting out. But um, I heard about this small little boutique style boot camp and as a, a Navy veteran that owned it. So I reached out to him and said, you know, I'm looking, um, I'm, you know, I'm excited to be maybe potentially come on staff and do some of the boot camp stuff. And Mm-hmm. So I told him I just transitioned out of the Marine Corps and he said, come on out and, you know, participate in the class and see if this is even something that you want to be a part of. And let me tell you, man, I, I took the class with these people. I was 23 years old. Most of these people were probably my age now, 44, but I thought they were ancient at the time <laughs> and they were in some pretty badass shape. Wow. And we ran and we sang in cadence and, you know, there, I was like, wow, this is awesome. So at the end of the class, it's like, this is way he just got out of the Marine Corps, you know, say a couple words. I couldn't, I, I got like goosebumps just now even in talking about that moment because it was powerful and it was transformative for me. And it really helped get me through that transition. And I was like, I found it. You know, we're wearing camouflage. We're, we're, um, we're doing the fitness. There's the camaraderie here. It's different than Bally's because there wasn't the same, you know, Bally's was, you know, 4,000 gym members. This was like a couple hundred and the nice. camaraderie was different. It kind of filled that void, that locker, like, you know, athletes always talk about, they can identify with, you know, veterans because they miss that locker room. You know, they don't necessarily miss getting their bodies ran through the ringer on Sunday. And then right. if you're a football player, you can't move on Monday. They miss that, that, that brotherhood. And this kind of um, really fulfilled my appetite on that end. So now it was like, Okay, now what? Now that void's kind of that hole in your heart's filled. Now what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And and so 
I, I wanted to share that story about the business plan writing class because my first experience with working in fitness under a small business was completely different than corporate, right? So Bally's at that time was 420 clubs across the country. Um, and now I'm working for this 2000 square foot studio with this gym owner. And it was just, he was a great guy, but he was a little bit of a mess when it came to the business end of it. Yeah. And I rode that journey with from for five years, learning a lot of what made his gym super successful and great. And I learned a lot about how not to treat staff, how not to treat members, how not to run a business. And that really, those five years were really um, a solid foundation for me to go ahead and break away and open Evolution Fitness in 2009. Yeah. How much, how valuable, I mean, how many mistakes do you think you ended up not making because you got to learn from his mistakes? It was it was absolutely instrumental in the fact that we moved away completely from like a boot camp mentality. You know, you walk into my gym, everything's painted with orange because when you do research on colors, orange evokes like positive state of emotion, which is why Home Depot's orange, Nickelodeon's orange. Hmm. Um and people don't want to be yelled and screamed at after a long day. So there's there's those things like aesthetically service end, and then how do you treat a staff? You know, like I hated going to our staff meetings because it's the same shit every time. You yeah. know, we, I try and make my staff meetings fun. Sometimes we go throw axes. That's our staff meeting for the month. We'll go throw <laughs> axes at all these axe places that pop up, or in case you get you an know, extra we, we do stuff like that. So it's all those little things that like you learn along the way. Like I didn't like this. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like the way that we we're compensated. That's another big one in fitness is the house sometimes takes too aggressively of an amount of money. And then if you have really good trainers and they look to go somewhere else where the split's a little more generous. So, mm. you know, finding the balance of what, like I speak to my old self, what would have kept me working for him if I was compensated at the level that I thought was fair. Um, but it, you know, those, those five years were huge to really pave the way to make some changes. And, and he eventually went out of business. Interesting. Wow. Hey, Wade, good stuff, man. Uh, hold that thought. We're going to be right back. Take a quick break. Right. My goal is to connect veteran entrepreneurs like you with the programs and resources you need to find success. And whether your passion project is a business or a blog, finding the right domain name is crucial. In addition to SEO value, it's important that your domain name is easy to remember and reflects you, but it's hard to find one that's the right fit and still available. That's why you need to choose a .us domain. With .us, you can connect the dream you're building with the country you've served. .us domains are short, simple, and memorable. This can help with brand recall and increased traffic. Plus, .us offers an online business toolkit. The toolkit provides a simple three-step process to help you build the perfect site, as well as good practices and tips for managing traffic and branding, all while helping you stand out in a crowded digital landscape. Join the list of companies who are already registered on .us, like zoom.us and mastercard.us. Sign up for your .us domain today to reserve the name you want. I've arranged a special offer to help you get started. Register your .us domain for just $1 for a full year. Plus, you get three months of Weebly website builder for free. Let .us help you build your dream. For my special offer, go to launchwith.us. That's launchwith.us. I were back talking with Marine veteran Wade Waddick from Evolution Fitness. Wade, uh, before the break, you were talking about 
all the valuable information you learned working at another gym, Navy veteran, I believe it was, um, yes. for five years. So eventually when you went out on your own, uh, you probably weren't mistake free. So talk about some of the failures and mistakes you made when you did finally go at it on your own. It's a great question. I'm glad that you said uh, before we even popped on record that that's something that you want brought up because, you know, if we get on anyone's show and just talk about all the wonderful success, but right. you know, a lot of the lessons are learned in those failures. So we're currently two facilities. I have one facility here in Boca Raton, which is our flagship. And then I have another facility up the road in Wellington, Florida. Um, but at one point we we're five facilities. Oh, so wow. to bring some context to that. Yeah. So when you, so I own my gym here in Boca Raton as a sole proprietorship, you know, I'm the only owner here. Mm -hmm. um, and I had some people working for me that thought they were ready to take that next step and they had the work ethic to do it. And so I didn't want the responsibility of completely owning two facilities. So the first time we stepped out to try and create a partnership you, you learn a lot about it's the most important thing who you're getting in bed with <laughs> to create a partnership mm -hmm. because just like, you know, divorce could be expensive. So can starting a business with a business partner. Yeah. Um, that had, I would say someone's character, someone's ethics are, are two really big things that someone would have to look at because those are really the big issues. And then if you're going to do a partnership with someone, the other advice would be, you don't want to have a, a business partner that has all the same skill set that you have. Right. You want to have a lot of strengths where, yeah, you want to be able to compliment, you know, like a, like we're down, I'm down here in South Florida. So like, like LeBron and Dwayne Wade, you know, those two compliment one another and win a couple championships. So that's mm -hmm. super important. But we opened these facilities and, they quickly unraveled because of those things that did tie into like the character and the, the ethics and, and not having the same vision um, that you necessarily have. So it did make me very apprehensive to then open two other facilities that no longer exist um, for more or less. Those two are slightly different circumstances. One was kind of operating uh, as like a hybrid and then the other one, they just they wanted to leave and move back to Brazil, and I didn't want to buy the location, so we just decided to close it. But valuable, valuable learning lessons, and absolutely a lot of money associated in in losing those businesses. Yeah. Um, so I would be apprehensive about doing partnerships and just look for those things, like look at the person's background, know that they have really strong ethics, because you. You have a lot of trust in someone when there's joint bank accounts and there's taxes and, and things of that nature. But it was definitely a learning experience. Um, and it was really kind of the inspiration from moving away from looking to do multiple gyms and then creating a brand that I have now, Patriot Sports Nutrition. Yeah. So you know, sometimes the wrong business partner, they can, if they go down, they, they may be taking you right down with them, even though you had nothing to do with some of the improprieties that were going on because you're inextricably linked via business. So um, great point. Yeah, it, it can be very good. So you, you may have grown too quickly. You may have grown in the wrong way. So you talk a little bit about, you know, all those things that, um, uh, SMEAC, FOC pig, the military planning right. process, 
mission, 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 commander's intent, all those military planning process items that you got drilled into you that you thought were a big pain to, to deal with. Do you find yourself going back to those ideals? Yeah, and that's a, actually a great point. So that's the one other thing that I'd say that we did grow a little too soon too fast. And within that, because my experience at the original gym, the uh, the little boot camp, there was no systems in place, right? So mm. I, my biggest weakness was not having all those completely, uh, all the strategies and, you know, all those little systems in place before we went and started opening other facilities. And that was really another big thing that held back those owner operators because they needed more help and they didn't have the direction. Um, so that was a big failure on my part by not, because the military's successful because of all those little acronyms and systems and, <laughs> and checkpoints and attention to detail. And, mm -hmm. you know, they teach it the same way over and over. So you get the same product and that's, that's super huge when you're trying to replicate a brand and we just grew too, too soon, too fast to have all those things in place. But that, honestly, that should have been the first thing that was completed. So it's an excellent point. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to turn that upside down because when you're going into a brand new brand new experience. You don't, you don't know the systems that need to be put into place. So you just kind of shove it aside and you know, you're charting new territory every day. So it's easy to just throw, throw aside the concept of systems and automation. And so you, you can't build it ahead of time because you haven't been there, but you at least need to be building it while you go. Um, but the entrepreneurial paradigm, the, the, uh, the entrepreneur gets so involved in the business they can't really spend that time working on the business. And um, you know, I used to say, used to say in the Marine Corps all the time, man, if if you're a leader and you take a round in the head and your right. and your unit falls apart, then you haven't done a good job being a leader. Your your business should operate without. If your business is relying on you every day to operate properly, then you're not doing a good job as a business leader. Correct. And, and so you catapult through those experiences and, and, um, I've always worked with some level of a, a business coach and that's also a, something that I've learned a lot from because there's good coaches, there's average coaches and then there's great coaches. And the last coach that I was working with, that was where his strength was, was, Hey man, you got to really get all these systems dialed in. So that way we can start pulling you out of you know, the day-to-day -day grind and you could, you know, have more nights off, more time with your family. And you don't, mm -hmm. just like you said, taking around and your unit should still be able to accomplish the mission right. without that one individual. And if you're not, then you're, you're set up for, especially in my business. Like I, I gave up playing basketball because if I tear an ACL and I can't teach classes, cause I'm still pretty involved with the classes. Cause that's really what people come here for. Um, I'm in trouble, you know, yeah. but I do have, I have, great instructors could step in and, and fulfill those classes. But, you know, you still, you, systems are huge. It's definitely something as you grow and sometimes an entrepreneur could grow a little too fast for their own good, but you definitely want to pay attention to those systems. Hey, so talking, we, we've talked a little bit about uh, masterminds on the show and, and coaching and mentoring and formalized coaching. Talk a little bit about your experience with uh, hiring a business coach and and what that was like and, and what you got out of that. 
each time I've worked with a different coach, they all have different backgrounds and experience. I would say specifically for me, what had the biggest impact was finding someone that works specifically within the fitness and gym industry. Um, that was transformative for me personally, how to look at things like it's just a completely different lens, um, stuff that he brought up that the two previous coaches didn't have the foresight to see because they just weren't industry experts. So that was really big. And then, you know, if you're out there listening, like you're never going to accomplish anything really, really great by yourself. Exactly. It, you need support from your family. You need support from your friends. And sometimes those aren't the people that want to give you support. And sometimes, you know, there's family members in my own family that had to cut it out because it's negative about everything, you know, <laughs> but we have as veterans, we have, there are platforms out there that offer free mentorship. Um, and they're great. And I'm on there, you know, doing both sides of it because I'm still seeking mentorship in the e-commerce space because that's a space I don't know with Patriot Sports Nutrition and that's that business. But also the personal development side, like you need to find people that are doing things that you want to do on a big scale. And here's the beauty of it is there's people like yourself that are putting out the podcast, you know, hopefully to touch that one uh veteran or active active duty person getting ready to make that transition and have that person on that kind of resonates with them and reach out to those people. I mean, we're all trying to help one another and human, I believe in human nature that we're inherently wired to do good. You know, there's bad everywhere, but my experience over the last couple of years of connecting with people online, it's been unbelievable. We've been able to mastermind with people. Um, and those things bring so much value to you from a personal development standpoint, but from a business development too, because you have people with different experiences and different lenses. And that I keep saying different lenses because when you bring someone, when you're in the trenches sometimes and you get, as an entrepreneur, when you live in the trenches, it's really tough to win the war. Okay. <laughs> you're fighting the fight every day, but that's not the strategy. That's not the generals and the, the colonels in the background that are really doing the, the, shaping of where that war that battle is going to go and that's how you win in business you can't fight in the trenches every day because you don't have the foresight of where you're going to be six months down the road you know and so doing those masterminds and having different people with different experiences brings in different lenses and sometimes like i've had him say stuff to me where it's like so obvious and like how the hell you almost feel stupid it's like, well, if you this this is the most successful portion of business, why aren't you doing more of that? That's so obvious. I don't I don't really have an answer. <laughs> you know, you make in eighty percent of your money doing this. Why are you spending all your time trying to get this other stuff going? Uh, that's and a really not, good and point. not alone, right? Like I watched the prophet. Oh, yeah. He hits people up with questions like that too, and they're like left there scratching their head, like because that's the way we've always done it. Is a quite common answer, and that's why having masterminds and using the mentorships that are out there for veterans are huge and using all the resources, you know, business loans and all that stuff's afforded to us. You got to take advantage of that stuff. Yeah. You know, so if somebody's listening to this show and they were wanting to get out and start their own gym or get in the fitness industry, it would always, I'd always tell them, you know, get out network and meet people. And you talk about mentoring and, and that kind of thing and how you learned a lot from the gym that you worked at for five years. So, from from somebody from your perspective, somebody that's that's there, you know, that's quote made it. Um, what it, 
if some if some young veteran who just got out came to you and said, "Hey, man, I'm wanting to start a gym up in Orlando or Tampa, but I don't really know what I'm doing. Would you help me out?" What what comes to mind when if somebody were to come to you and say something like that? I'd absolutely help them out, um, and I do have people through, you know, some of those veteran websites. I'm on there as a mentor, and I have had a couple active duty members reach out to me and, and book calls um, to answer those questions. And I think they're mm-hmm. really smart in, in in doing that because he who knows everything has the most to learn. So I, I would say to that individual, it's so important to go work within the industry before you just take that leap. And I don't, I mean, I, I think that would be the best thing to do because once again, you learn, you learn about the business from the interior of it. And I'd also try and wear multiple hats. I would work at one, maybe being a service provider, whether it be personal trainer group, fitness instructor, but also the operations. I and mean, if you really, if the goal is to own your own facility, then you really, you have to have a handle on that operations end. Cause although, it, you know, the, the fun stuff is out there, you know, having people push themselves and push sleds and, and seeing them get results, like without the stuff that goes on at that front desk and behind, you know, in those back offices, that's really where the business lives and thrives. Yeah. It's all those little things. So if you are interested, I, I'd absolutely, you know, you know, work on the certifications so you could also have your hands and knowledge and understanding of what really works and, how our bodies work and, but also work, try and work in the operations and be humble enough to know that you're probably going to, you know, be low man on the totem pole, regardless if you're a staff sergeant or a second lieutenant or mm-hmm. a chief warrant officer. I mean, the humble pills a little bigger for you guys. I got out of sergeant, but if you're a staff NCO or a former officer, that might be a bigger humble pill to swallow. Yeah. I think uh, the thing to rec- remember on that point is when you get out, you may have to, start out at the bottom guy, but you're going to move through those wickets and up that ladder so much quicker than, you know, some kid coming right out of college or high school that has never been in the military. So you got to start out, you may have to start out low, but you're going to, you're going to accelerate rapidly through the, the promotion chain or whatever it may be. People are going to recognize your ability to your leadership and and responsibility and they're going to start handing you more stuff. It's going to happen really quick. So don't be concerned about where you start at. Just correct. It, it'll just be more concerned about how quickly you're going to accelerate through all that. Cause it's going to happen. So, and I think that's an excellent point too. I, I, I constantly, I'm speaking tomorrow at a middle school and I constantly talk about like the things that you learn in the military, just the little things make a big difference when you get out. Because I, I could tell you, if you're not out right now in the civilian world, five o'clock is like five-ish out here. <laughs> and, and we do classes at 5.30 in the morning and on the dot, 5.30 in the morning, that class starts. I mean, we do, everything we do is always punctual. There's attention to detail, just all those little things. And you will move up much faster just because of your background and your training. Yeah, That's we call point. it, the way we talk about soft skills all the time, veterans have phenomenal soft skills, which communication, leadership, discipline, showing up on time, showing up, motivate, motivation. Yeah. Uh, stick to missing accomplishment. Those are all these soft skills that are hard to put on a resume. 
know, the hard skills right. are things like I got my MBA, uh, I'm a Six Sigma black belt, you know, I'm a certified, I'm a certified trainer. You see, you may have all your training certifications, but the veteran who's got those and all the soft skills, totally different player in the game than somebody who just has the certifications. So soft skills, right. all those things you refer to, all those little things, soft skills, huge, huge, really impressive, uh, really makes veterans great. So Yeah, so soft skills is like the the best way I've ever heard. Um, I had somebody on the show years ago who brought up the whole soft skill thing, and that's all that comes up all the time with uh, why veterans make great employees and also why veterans make great entrepreneurs. Yeah, I do got to go back. I love your analogy um, of you can't be a successful business person if you're always in the trenches fighting the war. That is so. <laughs> I love that analogy because it's so true. If you're you know, we, we call it, if you're working in your business instead of working on your business, then you're, you're never going to win, win the war. Um, yeah. So then you'll be that. out of business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're working in your business, you're going to be out of business. It's so true. And, you know, f let's face it, a lot of us in the military, it's so easy, depending on what you did in the military, you might've been in the trenches, you might've been digging the parapets and everything. And you might have been the guy getting his hands dirty all the time. And that's why you love the military because you love being in the middle of it. But if you really want to be a business owner and a, and a business leader, you, you got to step out of the trenches and direct the battle. So you, in order to win the war. So I love that analogy. Uh, so hey, wait, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, talk about the fitness industry, whatever, how would they get in contact with you? Absolutely. So I am on Facebook under my name, Wade Waddock, Instagram, Wade Waddock or Evolution Fitness or Patriot Sports Nutrition. I'm active way more than I want to be on all those platforms, but <laughs> it's all for the greater good. Yeah. Now, do you want to talk about Patriot Sports Nutrition in your podcast, uh, Two Marines, One Mike? Sure. Um, so I used to put on a race down here called a Double Dog 5K. Oh. Uh, super successful. We did it for three years and you know, the, the workload to put on a 5k as a small business owner is tremendous and loved it. Everyone loved the race. Um, but we moved away from that and created Patriot sports nutrition. So now a portion of everything that we sell on our site, uh, we give back to vetted veteran charities that are, are really doing good things for our men and women that need, you know, financial assistance, uh, post-service. And, um, that's been a, a completely, completely new journey and plenty of trials and tribulations there. You're diving into a $60 billion space, um, very competitive in the nutraceuticals and sport performance line, but, you know, we're having a blast. We're, we're making an impact. We're being able to help our men and women through that corporation and we're also connecting with a lot of great people because of it so i love that and then two marines one mike is a little different um we do do some entrepreneurship but really our focus there is just kind of talking about personal development stuff that we learned in the military and now we're even kind of saying even stuff you learn after and just trying to deliver value on, on things that people resources books uh, movies guests anything that can improve the quality of someone's life from a personal development standpoint. Absolutely. Well, Hey, uh, we'll have to check that out. Um, you know, 
I am a fairly new city leader for Bunker Labs here in Kansas City. We just had our launch party on Tuesday. So, you know, somebody like you would be great to get involved in Bunker Labs. I don't know if they've got one in Miami. I've looked at their site. Yeah, I've looked at their site. Is there one in Miami? Because that's probably the closest one to you, right? If there is one in Miami, that's about 45 minutes away from us. But, yeah, I looked at their site. I think the the concept is awesome. Yeah, so, you know, somebody like you who's already made it, and uh, you could definitely have some contributions there. And if you're listening and – looking for, you know, that that's probably the, you know, there's this, the SBA and there's, there's so, there's so many, um, great resources out there for anybody, any veterans, military spouses looking to start a business. I'm personally involved in Bunker Labs. So I would say, look, look up that one first. Uh, but there's so many others that there's probably so many all around you. You just don't even realize it. You just got to go ahead and get out there and find them. So, all right, Wade. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, but it's been a great interview, and you shared some uh, great golden nuggets and words of wisdom, so I appreciate you sharing your successful story, and we look forward to your future success. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. You bet. All right. These two Marines are Oscar Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time... This veteran is Oscar Mike.